This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona. From boosted pilates to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now and visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And we're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com and download the PropSwap app today. And we're also brought to you Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app over at BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. And we're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Head over to Manscaped.com and use promo code SGP for 20% off your order and free shipping. And so bet. Sign up to bet against your friends to join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And, of course, do not forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of your favorite free picks and podcasts. All right, welcome back, DGENs, for a quick recap uh, slash funeral for the Amex uh, and uh, a look at the Pinehurst Farmers uh, this week. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, how you doing, baby? I mean, I've been better. <laughs> I know. That Me was, too. I think that was, too, my wor- that was my worst week since, I think, the Scottish last year. When we got really cute, and we're like, we're not going to do John Deere to Scottish yeah. Open. We yeah. got just murdered, but because we bet on Euros, we just had never seen a shot before. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, oh, I, got, I got annihilated this week. Seamus Power went full Tommy Fleetwood on me. We'll save, we'll, we'll, we'll save him. But uh, yeah, that was bloody. Um, <laughs> I, all my pre-tournament calls were dead. I mean, I guess KH Leeds had a good day one that got me excited, but he sucked the rest of the time. He cost me some money. He couldn't even get a top 40 out of that. That sucked. Oh, yeah, uh, I know. I, I actually looked at that late, and I was, I was like, oh, how did he come in 64th? Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. he was he was bad. Um, having our football bets on John Robb did not work out. Dude, I had a, I had, I had a, I had a huge amount of money, like multiple, multiple football bets for the top European. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Frankie Frankie Molinari did you in? Yeah, he body bagged me, and so did something called Paul Barjon. So whatever. Yeah, he's a he's a talented Frenchman from. Uh, Fuck that guy. The Corn Fairy Tour. Okay, all right, but <laughs> no, I mean like so. I went back through my spreadsheets, and I was like, all right, did I miss anything? And I don't know. Like, I mean, so if if you don't know what happened, Hudson Swapper won. Uh, I oh yeah. I had I had the tournament on in the background. I wasn't really paying too much attention, and if you missed it, you didn't really miss much. He was kind of a snoozer. Although Swafford, like he he put everybody away. I think he went like birdie eagle birdie to you know just close it there. So, but I looked at like what he was been doing, and I mean, other than the fact that he's a former winner, like his overall ball striking stats are good, but it's old. And he didn't do anything of note last week. Nope. We were on him last week, or at least I was on him on DFS. I think for like a, maybe a top 40 or something. Yeah, I was on him on DFS. Yeah. And, do shit. and then, like, you look at, I don't know, like uh, Frank Frankie Molinari. Like, this is his first start. I was all over Frankie this week. I was fine okay. with that. Like, all right. Well, there you go. Um, Tom, Hoagie. Tom Hoagie. Tom I Hoagie, mean, I, I guess that's one I missed. 
Um, Lanza. You were, you, you were on him last week. You were you were high on Hoagie last yeah, week. Yeah, I know. So we, we're, we're, we doing, we're, we're doing that again. We're doing, we're doing that again. That again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I got that. Everybody, I bet last week at, at Tory. That was okay. out great. Um, I mean, Denny McCarthy. Uh, I don't know. I bet him live at AD to one. He made a little it's good number. today. Lanto. He had a couple of good finishes last fall, but he was did nothing last week. Brian Harmon had basically been doing nothing. His ball stream was awful, but I mean, he just potted his way to a good finish. I, I, I don't know. Like it just, it seems like it's like this every single year with the Amex. Just yeah. like whatever. And I mean, a lot of my picks too were just they were too cute. They were. It was kind of the obvious plays, and of course, it blew up my face. So I don't know. It is what it is. Um, you know, why don't we take a little break and then uh, we'll do uh, quick DFS ownership and then we'll uh, bury this tournament once and for all. That's right. Bury the football like the Patriots. Uh, like the Patriots should have after that playoff loss. Uh, so listen, if you guys are ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And we're bringing the excitement of the win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Uh, exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. Uh, and WinBet also has some brand new bonuses. Bet five bucks to win four hundred, and make sure to check out all of WinBet's build-your-own boosted game, same-game parlays. Headed into the NFL divisional round weekend, most boosts fall between ten and fifteen percent of the original price. I guess that's the championship weekend uh, now, uh, based on when we're recording. So listen, but great promo odds and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. So if you're ready to play. Go sign up today and receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Okay. Let's quickly run through DFS ownership. So $10,000. Most popular player is John Rahm at about 35% ownership. Uh, You know, congrats if you took him. Really didn't do anything. He missed missed so many pots on Saturday, and then today it was just nothing. Yeah, thirty first in DraftKings scoring. Uh, we're gonna have a guest tomorrow night on the podcast who yeah. uh, has a lot to say about John Rom. I had he hates a, uh, John I had. He doesn't hate John Rom. He I hates that's John a, Rom. Okay. He hates him. Well, I've well then to him. He, he can he explain him. himself to you tomorrow night. I had a very yeah. long conversation with him about it. Went from uh, well, not a long conversation. He he sent a giant rant text message. That I sent a giant rant text message back and. It, we can take that conversation a lot of boys. We'll, we'll save John Rom talk to tomorrow. How about that? Because he's going to be the talk of the tournament again. Uh, KLA. Oh, because was... you because you missed it. You're not on social media. They got him walking off the course, uh, cussing about like a Mickey Mouse bullshit setup, uh, and turning it into a button contest. Well, he's right. <laughs> I know he is, but it's right. Everybody, this, everybody this, who this is John Rom on Twitter is like, this is <laughs> this is arguably the most Mickey Mouse tournament there is. It's it's it. This should be a fall event. I'm just going to say it right now. This should be a fall event. There's no reason this shit thing should be like in January. All right. Enough with my hate about the Amex. Uh, Patrick Cantlay is fine. He's ninth in drafting scoring, but I think that's pretty disappointing considering how we started. Dude, not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. I can see a lot of scrubs kind of pass on the leaderboard. Uh, Scotty Shuffler rallied today. He was 16th in scoring. Otherwise, though, I don't even think he was ever really on the telecast. What? Well, he was in a feature I, group on Saturday. Was he in a feature group? Yeah. I, I didn't watch it. It was Cantley and him. 
It was can't leave him or Ramen. I, I, can't I, I didn't watch anything yesterday. So and then no. nope. Finau again did nothing. Like just nothing. Like he made the cut, 40th in scoring. But Somehow he made a charge on Saturday to make the cut. Yeah, but again, just like this. This is like when's the last time Fino actually did something? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a minute since he won. So Cam, Cam, um, Cam Smith broke our hearts. Yeah, I know. So, you know, Finau, we'll talk about him a little later. He's going to come to a place where he has a lot of success at. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's got to wake him up. If 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 not, though, we'll see. Um, $9,000 range. Most popular player was Matthew Wolf, and he uh, the mush was right. He was mush. Yeah. Yep. He was that, that's awful. it. We are no we cannot go against it anymore. I know. Well, I mean, so it kind of played out exactly how Matthew Wolf does this tournament. He was awful at the stadium course. And then he was great at Lakinta, which thank you. I bet on Matthew Wolf to actually win a matchup that day, and he did. I actually went five and zero on Friday matchups. That actually that helped my that helped me recover a little bit. Other than that, though, we'll get to another matchup that turned to a total disaster uh, shortly. Uh, my biggest disappointment of the week, Corey Connors. That was I had a lot of high hopes for him. I had drawn some connections of like overseas places and Pete Dye. I'm like, yeah. all right. I, I kind of sold the narrative. Like, you know, I know even bad this tournament. Maybe he's a different player. Nope. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> I mean, he made a charge to the cut line, but he, he didn't get yeah. there. Uh, yeah. Taylor Gooch, also a big disappointment. Oh, he didn't do anything. Thank you. Um, this was put up or shut up week for Abe answer and shut up week. It was, he was awful. Yeah. He, he was bad. So I think it's time. Let's put him in the corner for a little bit. Yep. Uh, you know, some bright spots. Sung JM made a nice yeah. charge today. Cash a Good. big top 20 bet. One of the few bets I cashed this week. Uh, thank you, Sung Jay. Uh, Will Zalatoris, he made a nice charge. I'm going to make a prediction. He is going to be the most popular outright next week at Torrey Pines. That makes sense. People long, are going to long off the tee. Good with long irons. Can't buzz. Yeah, like, people are going to want to be first on him. Yeah. And yeah. he is going to be the pick. Yeah, but if they, if, they, if they hang a decent number at him, why not? I don't think it's going to be a decent number. No, we'll not. I bet Although, you, you know what? There's a lot of good guys. There's a lot game. of good guys. I bet you get them. I'll get you. But it'll be 35 to 1 or lower. Or higher, rather. If it's 40 or more, I might bite. Yeah, me too. All right. Um, let's get to Seamus Power real quick. <laughs> so you had him pre-tournament. Yep. And it was looking good. Yep. I jumped on him at 41 to 1 on Friday. Yeah, I felt number. real good when he right. was two back. <laughs> yeah. And I also felt real good that I had a Seamus Power over Russell Henley head to head, and Seamus was up seven yeah. going in today. And that lead was not only completely gone; he was down by two before he got to the seventh hole. Yeah, that, was... that's that. That's the cherry on top of this this <sighs> this shit storm Sunday. That yeah, we and and so I didn't double dip when you posted that just because I was like, all right, that's Seamus on. The stadium course on Sunday. I was like, yeah, I, I just I didn't feel it. Like if I, I was fine, I was like, okay, whatever. I have a live dog. Like it feels good. And then literally double poke at the first hole. And I was like, yep, there we go. That's why I didn't double down. <laughs> yeah, no, that was bad. Now I mean, Seamus ended up clawing back to tie that matchup, which was fine, but no. not what I was looking for. No, no, last no, no. I guess Russell Henley, who's fine, yeah. just fine. So, just right, fine. let's move on. Uh, AK range, most popular guys yet. Luke List, Justin Rose, Christian Bazan, who they were okay. Yeah. I mean, they all finished top 40 in DraftKings scoring. Nothing really. No, Siwoo Kim made a nice run today. He did. Before he po- but, he po- but he 
did, of course, see Wu things. He put one in the water <laughs> on 17. Thankfully, he did that this year, not last year. That would have been I would have threw a remote control through my TV. Dude, I almost live bet him today. And I was like, no, don't be stupid, Chris. You've already lost enough money on football on Saturday. Don't be yeah. dumb. This yeah. is this. I, is I, I looked at the odds board. And people were in, in the section like, hey, like, do you guys got to lean anybody? I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm done shoveling yep. money into this. Yep. Lick, I'm licking my wounds. Just I'm taking my beans and calling it yeah. a day. Smooth on. Other than that, though, I mean, Johnny Vegas, your boy, was bad. Oof, real bad. Um, Patrick Reed made a nice charge to make the cut. He but sucks. He sucked. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> nothing. Ricky sucked. Tringali sucked. Well, thank oh, God, thank God, we got to see sucked. Ricky and fucking Phil on the on the marquee ah. matchups. Good God, God. Man. what were they? What were they like plus like ten combined? Oh, easy. They're bad. Um, Norin, one of my better calls of the week. I said Norin mm-hmm. was a loser pick. That turned out to be yep. a loser pick. All right, seven um, K range. The guy you were really high on was most popular, Michael Thompson. He sucked. Oh, that was so bad. Yep. So bad. Um, I should stay away from Adam Hadwin. Like he was thirty seventh in scoring. He was fine. Like he ended up actually cashing a top thirty for me. But like, I don't know. That's just, that's a loser pick. I'm better than that. Yeah. I I don't know. Um, Hayden Buckley though. That's it's your fault, community. It's your fault. I told you. We all I jumped on you. him. I told you. I know. I'm not. I'm not thrilled about it. <laughs> I'm not. And I think he was like two under after day one. I'm like, well, this isn't going to go well. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, the seven K range, like it, it's it's either OK or just bombs. Like, yeah, Thompson yeah. is a bomb. Buckley bombed. It was like, yeah, it was like 50. Some, Bill somehow had like nine to 10 percent ownership. That's not very good. Russell no, Knox he, bombed. Chris Kirk bombed. Sebastian Munoz, your boy, he bombed. Oh, fuck him. He was. He yeah. killed me. I mean, I don't know how I talk myself. But, into but there, I, but there I was a nice how I talk myself into it. But around five percent, though, there was a run of Andrew Putnam, seventeenth in DraftKings scoring, five point five percent. Tom Hoagie, five point one percent, third in DraftKings scoring. Lanto Griffin, four point five percent, fourth in scoring. Brian Harmon, four point five percent, second scoring. Danny McCarthy, four point five percent, sixth in scoring. So, uh, congratulations if you just had five of your six guys be those guys. <laughs> You're, You're better at this than we are. Exactly. Uh, and then under seven, I mean, you know, Hudson Swaffer, 4.4%. He's first in scoring. Uh, yeah. The most popular guy was Davis Riley, 6%. I mean, it seemed like everybody congregated in the sevens and up top and just kind of skipped pretty much the $8,000 range and skipped the sixes. No one really wanted to dip below seven this week, which, and I mean, listen, we all paid a price. So. I had, right. I, had, I had plenty of guys in the sixes. I just uh, picked the wrong fucking ones. I know. So although Bramlett cl- looked good, Bramlett looked good for me for a little Bramlett bit. Looked like, yeah, he I, looked. I texted pretty- you what thir- Thursday morning. I was like, uh, Bramlett or like I don't remember who the, the fuck. Vegas, I, was I think. Was. And you said cyanide. <laughs> well, I still I I wish I took that, cyanide for watching this tournament. That, that was one, that was one of the um, last what, last closing was. thought. Uh, I think next year. I mean, we're not actually going to do this, but uh, maybe we just cover the Abu Dhabi because no, I, 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 I say we do that. Maybe we do that because I guarantee you, if we covered the Abu Dhabi, you would have bet Thomas Peters and you would have won. Yeah, your yeah, your absolutely. speed, your boy came through. He looked great today. 
He did. He looked real good. Wow. And then you, so you're on social media, you missed it. He was laying on his golf bag, like waiting for something to happen. And he was talking shit to somebody and he flipped them off and it's all over the place. And I was like, oh my God, I right. love him so much. Oh yeah. It's a- <laughs> well, good for him. No, I think he hit like 16 of 18 greens of regulation today. Just a, and that he shot even par, I think. Yeah. 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 That's par, all he needed. Par's that, way to win. Whatever. That, did you watch any of that coverage? I watched, I watched some of the recap this morning. It's a good, good golf course. Yeah, it really is. Really enjoyed, really enjoyed it. Yep. I mean, I, I thought, well, your boy Terrell Haddon uh, did not come across very well. Did you see what he said about uh, the 18th hole? No. He was complaining that there's a bunker in the middle of the fairway. He said that shouldn't be there. And he complained right. that the, the hole was too long and that on a par five, I should be able to get there in two. Not well, a good look a, for Terrell. Whatever. I love Haddon. I don't give a shit. You watch that video that they posted in the Slack channel, right, with the, the – um, the one yard, the one yard drive. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. How can you not? How can you not love him after that? Get in there, like go. I know I'm behind you. But yeah, you are. That happened about three minutes ago with me. Yeah, okay. Chiefs had a big play. So there you go. All right. Why don't we put this term of the bed? Uh, why don't we talk about the Farmers Insurance Open? So great field. Studs. Um, yeah, it's it's stacked. This is a much better field than last week. Yeah, uh, I'm actually surprised that a lot of guys are playing the bone saw are here and then they're going to fly over to Saudi Arabia. So like DJ's here, Bryson's here, mm-hmm. Xander's here. A lot of guys playing over in Saudi Arabia. Here. Xander's playing the bone saw. Yes, I thought some, he was. I thought he was the wholesome all-American guy who nobody can root against. I know. Why don't you take that with Jeff Nagel? Uh, I think I shall. Yeah, yeah. Even even Xander can be bought. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, there's those guys, Brooks is in the field. Is, is Brooks playing Saudi? I don't know. I'll I don't know. All right. Um, Patrick Reed's playing Saudi. He's a defending champion. Of course he is, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously everyone's just going to want to talk about John Rahm this week again. You know, people are going to forget about what happened last week. Um, they're just going to say, all right, well, Rahm is awesome at Tory Pines, he's one here four. He got engaged here. He won the U.S. Open there. Um, I'm going to guess that Rom is probably 10 to one again this week, despite the really strong field. And I'm going to guess you're going to football bet it anyways. No, he's unbeatable. He, yeah, I know. He's uh, he's unbeatable. Oh, wow. OK. At that number with this field, he's unbeatable. I did it on the U.S. Open because I had just had such a strong gut feeling. It just got fucked over. You know what I mean? Like he was going to run away from that tournament. I don't feel the same. Um Irons looked a little loose. He was burning edges all weekend. I don't know. Listen, he's not a bad play, but he's not ten to one. We're we're gonna have a conversation about Rom tomorrow. Um, I think he's regressing back to his main. Maybe. Yeah. So, um, and then we got the guy who probably should have won the U.S. Open last year, Bryson. Mm. And I mean, we've talked about this a couple of times before. Bryson had that tournament won. I mean, he was, I think he had a one shot lead heading to the back nine. He had two par fives ahead of him. He could have stomped it out. And then I, he, I think he went plus four across holes 11 through 13. and It was over. It's like yeah. that. So, you know, he's back. But that's what here. he does. I know that is what you he can't does. discount. You can't discount it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't be like, well, he should have won it, but he did this. Well, yeah, but he does shit like that all the time. I know. I mean, well, his recent track record. Yeah. Like U.S. Open, he did that. He did that at the FedEx St. Jude. I mean, he didn't really do was, it. Was that the one? Was which is the one where we hit in that fucking guy's yard in the fence, and he tried to say he should have got he should have got a drop or whatever. Oh, I think that's a, he's done that a couple times actually. Uh, I think he got I think he did that at the Memorial a couple of years ago, and he did that I think at the FedEx. But I think really he actually cool. did get relief last year from the FedEx. Yeah, it's not um, the one where he got relief. 
Yeah, but I mean, yeah, uh, we'll talk about just this. What works at Tory Pines? I don't know if Bryson works at Tory Pines. The more I think about it, I don't know if he works there. So, all right, why don't we take it our break and then um, we'll start breaking down uh, Tory Pines. All right. Well, listen, support the Golf Gambling Podcast uh, and by going to Manscaped, who is the best in best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the performance package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and a free worldwide shipping code SGP at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. Um, <laughs> the performance package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived. And old man, is it a game changer. Inside this package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer. Looking at Steve on YouTube, he could use that. Uh, crop pre- preserver ball deodorant. Crop re- crop reviver toner. What's that? All right. <laughs> uh, performance boxer briefs. And a travel bag to hold your goodies. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming, and dare I say, the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe. Skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400,000 LED spotlight in case you need a more precise shave. Listen. You definitely need that because if you've ever tried to use your regular trimmer to shave your balls, you get that pinch. It is not good, boys. It is not good. So listen, because this trimmer is waterproof, you can also say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. All right, you guys are gross if you guys are leaving messes on the bathroom floor. Uh, you, you thought that was good, but want to take your grooming game even further to the next uh to the next level, uh, take it there. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps reduce snags, nicks, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas, your ball will thank you. Listen, as a golf golf guy in Florida, ball deodorant to me sounds like a winner. Uh, I could definitely use it after playing anytime after April. Uh, listen, Manscaped even throws in a couple of few uh, gifts for you in their performance package 4.0, the Manscaped boss, boss, boxers and the shed travel bag, bringing your comfort and boxes to another level. It's time to take care of yourself. So go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with promo code S G P. That was a long read. Thanks for the drive by shooting, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I just do it to see if you're paying attention during my ad reads. <laughs> well, that caught my attention. <laughs> All right. Tory Pines. So before yeah. I get into it, I, let me let me say something. I'm not going to go negative on this place. I have I'm done sorry, that what? for years. Right. You guys know how I feel about it. There's no reason to rehash what I hope would be done with this place, what I think about it. It is what it is. So let's kick it off first. Boss and Capper. What do you like about this place? And don't say John Rom. Go. <laughs> don't say John Rom. Fine. Uh, I think I just like it because it's a tougher golf course. I mean, really, that's it. You're right. Aesthetically on TV, it looks like shit. It's kind of monotonous, right? It, it's the same hole over and over and over again. But whatever. Like, uh, I don't know. I just I, I do like it because it's difficult. It's not a fucking birdie fest. I always feel like the fields here are stacked. Um yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, it, and I do think there's something to be said, you know, even if the hole is, you need the same traits for multiple holes. Repeating the same action for four days is something you should be rewarded for, right? Because golf should be a game of consistency. And there you go. I mean, that's kind of why I like it. Okay. All right. That's a nice summary of 
defending Tory Pines, I guess. So yeah, like, I, I, I think like whatever. I'm not gonna like defend it, defend it. Like it is- no, I, I know last year. I think you said like this is so great, and you were just doing needle me. Yeah, you, you knew it. You knew it was gonna drive yeah. me nuts. Yes. All right. This is, what, this is what I do, Steve. Right. That is, that is what you do. Anyways, um, so if you go to my article, it got posted tonight. I go a little bit into the background about the South Course. Uh, I talk a little bit about the North Course too, but I'm just gonna focus on the South Course. And I'm just going to focus on what recent changes were done with it. Just as a reminder, we talked about this last year for the U.S. Open, some of the things that were done to it. But and then I'm going to also talk about just some differences between the U.S. Open setup and what this is going to be. So let's talk about some changes first. Um, So Reese Jones came in. He basically renovated the place in 2000 to make a U.S. Open ready. They brought him back in before the 2021 event, because at this point where all the fairway bunkers were, guys were just going to be able to hit over it. So all he really did was just push him out basically into the driving zone. So most of these bunkers are going to be about 280, 290, 300, 310 to carry off the tee. So there's not many guys in the field that can do that. So basically the attempt was to put more of a premium on hitting the fairway. They also added a couple of new tee boxes. They added a collection area, uh, a totally mo- tightly mowed area behind the ninth green, which actually I kind of dug. That was pretty cool. Um, but other than that, though, I mean, the biggest story is like I just mentioned, the fairway bunkers. Not only did they move them out, they moved them closer to the fairway. So before, got, if a ball would trickle into the, you know, just off the fairway, it just would end up in the intermediate rough, which isn't too penal. I mean, you still get a club on it. But now the fairway basically creeps into the, the bunkers and the ball's going to roll in. So there's a little less room for error off the tee because if it rolls off the fairway, it's going to probably go into a bunker. And you don't really want to be in these bunkers. They're really deep. Some of them are puzzle pieces. So they're kind of like oddly shaped. You saw, you saw that a little bit at the U.S. Open last year where, you know, a ball would roll into the bunker and it would be behind like a little bit of like a jutted piece of soil mm-hmm. like in there. Like you don't want to be in there, especially with how long this golf course is. It's a lot of really long approach shots from these bunkers. Like you're probably missing the green again. So, you know, while it, yes, it basically did its intended function of increasing the need to be in the fairway. Overall though, like that always was a, a trade at Torrey Pines. Like mm. it's got really thick rough. It's really long. It's only 28 yard wide fairways. Um, the average driving accuracy percentage is well below PG tour average. So anybody is going to probably do pretty well. Um, and especially for a shorter player, like if you're not finding fairways, you are in for a very long day because it's thick ryegrass rough ball. It's, it's, it's hard to get a club on the ball. You're not getting any spin out of it. These are really small greens. You're probably going to be missing a ton of greens. So unless you are a short game wizard and a really good putter, if you're missing fairways, you're, you're in for a long day. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, basically, so who's, does this favor? Well, I mean, guys who love to hit drivers, you know, and guys who love to just see like where everything is out in front of them. There's really no tricks to this place. You basically pick your line. And he just hit it there. You know, long and straight is very key to Torrey Pines. It's not breaking news. Um, and the guys who have a little bit faster club head speed, they can get a higher, more controlled ball flight to the green because they're using shorter clubs. And they can b- better gouge out of the rough in order to do it. So, um, you know, as far as, like, differences between the U.S. Open and the Farmers Insurance Open, a big one is agronomy. So 
in the summer. It, so naturally, Torrey Pines is Bermuda with Kikuya uh, fairways. This time of year, though, it's a little cooler. They have to overseed everything. So it's overseeded rye in the fairways, overseeded rye in the rough. Um, you know, it makes it a little more, a little easier to get the, your club face on the ball in out of the rye rough because sometimes the ball can sit up, whereas if it's in Kikuya, it's going to sit right to the bottom. Yeah. But it's still three inches. Like, it's still pretty thick and gnarly. You don't really want to be there. Um, and then the last big change is that the green speeds. So uh, for the U.S. Open, it ran about 13.5 on the SIP meter. Farmers Insurance is going to run a little slower. That probably about 12, 12.5. That's still pretty fast. That's, mm. you know, especially because it's on POA, too. Like, it's these are tough greens to put on. We'll talk about that a little bit, in the, you know, a little bit later. But, you know, these are really small greens. They got quad. They're basically in quadrants, too. Um, you know, you're familiar with that. I think one time we were talking about a podcast about the quadrant greens and you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you know, I'm screwed. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, so just overall, this is a long demanding tee to green golf course going to play over 7,600 yards. Everything's right out in front of you. You know, you got to do a lot of things well there. It's, I mean, it's, we've seen this before. We're very familiar with this place. It's not really, yeah. you know. There's not many, too many tricks that, you know, this thing's going to throw at you. So, um, yeah. Jimmy, do, uh, do any questions about like, you know, before we start getting the betting strategies? No, I mean, I think I got it down. Um, as far as it's, it's Paula, is it Paula? On, I don't think it's Paula on both courses though. Right. Did you tell me last year? So the North course is North course is, is bent grass. Okay. So yeah, whatever. Like I, I remember you got to go low and crush that course. The one day you play it, um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and it, it, I look at the weather report too. Uh, so last year they got those crazy winds on Friday that kind of ruined everything. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't look like winds going to be really a big factor this week. It's probably going to be very nice scoring conditions. And so since it's overseeded rye, we're not we're not looking at like a like really sticky sticky rough then. No, no, it isn't. So I mean, it's okay. thick, but it's it's right. not. It's but it's sticky. not sticky it's... like the normal Kikuya. Right? No, no, and it, it, I don't think the golf course has gotten a whole lot of rain either. So the balls are probably gonna because Kikuya, it's a very grabby grass. Mm-hmm. He ryegrass, it runs a little more, so it might play kind of firm, which is actually nice. Sometimes you yeah, get a lot so of rain, it plays soft. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that'll help uh, some of the shorter hitters out if you get right. Rain. Yeah, it will. But I mean, overall, though. There's really not much to say about this place. Uh, okay. But I think something that's interesting, we'll talk about after we do a quick ad break, is driving distance might be a little overrated at this place. I dig a little bit of the data, and I came up with some interesting results. So why don't we okay. take our break, and then uh, we'll get into it. All right. Well, listen, Prop Swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. The NFL playoffs are in full swing, and Prop Swappers are cashing in. Like Will from Arizona, who on Sunday night sold his $50, 149-49 Super Bowl ticket for $500 on Prop Swap. Will locked in his profit when he turned his $50 bet into $500. The buyer got great odds, and the seller made 10 times his bet. Uh, PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money uh, for your bet. So hurry up and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtered listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know for all the big sales, and when red-hot tickets go on sale. A loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash. And a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit. And PropSwap will match your deposit up to 500 bucks. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap. This is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. Let's talk about betting strategy. So, um, 
there's a couple of things I like looking at every week, you know, on data golf. There's this relative skill set chart that basically shows the golf course, like what attributes it favors. There's, you know, the approach shot distances, you know, where guys can approach us from. And if you look at those two, two graphs, basically, and I posted both in the article, um, the most predictive measurement of success at Torrey Pies is driving distance. Guys who hit it the farthest had the fastest club at speed. When they step up to the first tee, automatically you're at an advantageous position just because it's 7,600 yards. Most it's tough to hit fairways there, which means if you're hitting out of the rough, you know, you have a lot of longer approach shots out of there. And it's easier to dig a shorter iron out of it than a Zach Johnson who might have to use a five iron. Mm-hmm. He's not getting out. He's basically has to hack out. So, you know, so driving just is the most predictive statistic towards success there. Gotcha. And you can also see it basically in the approach shot distances. So 75% of all your approach shots at Torrey Pines. And by the way, this is the South course only. I'm not going to focus on the North course. It is what it is. Yeah. I, I'm not concerned. So three or four rounds are at the South course. That's what the discussion is going to be. So on the South course, 75% of all your shots are coming from 150 yards or above. And 55% of them come from 175 and up. You are hitting a ton of long, longer approach shots into these greens. Yep. And if you're somebody who is hitting a lot of the rough out of a lot of them, you're going to miss a lot of greens. You're going to be getting up and down for par. Not going to have a lot of birdie opportunities. You got to capitalize when you do. And basically just those two metrics right there say, okay, it's a bomber. But here, here's the thing though, like just loading up on bombers. Like that, that's what everybody's going to do this yep. week. Everybody's going to have this same lane. We got to have length. You're going to have to hit it far. They're going to ignore pretty much anybody who hits it under 300 pretty much. But that's not really a great thing. Like, for example, like cam champ, if it really was only about length, cam champ would be great here. And he's not. <laughs> He's he's bad here. Oh, and, and and well <laughs> well the reason why though is you can't just have length here. Like you have to do a lot of things well. Like there's a lot of different situations you're gonna find yourself on and basically the same hole. Like you're gonna be in have a bad lie, you're gonna have a good lie, you're gonna hit the fairway, like you're gonna be playing from off the green, you're playing from bunkers, like like and they're from really longer you know, you know, distances. Like it's it's you still can't really fake your way out here, like just bombing around. Like you remember last year with Matthew Wolf? Like I know he was going through his crap, but like yeah, it was a nightmare. He drove the ball like ass, yeah, and he got punished accordingly for it. Like he was put himself in bad situations and bunkers. Like I, I made the mistake of saying, well, yeah, he's just gonna you know bomb it everywhere and driving distance is all that matters. And I load up a Matthew Wolf and he he withdrew up for the first day, saying yeah. a hand injury. So, and you kind of saw it last year with Bryson too. Like, yeah, like everything was going great until it wasn't. And he completely fell apart because Bryson doesn't have a good backup plan on anything. Basically, if, if he's not driving it well, like there's nothing else he can go to the, like to the bag for. And that's kind of why, like, when you look at guys with success at Torrey Pines, it's not just the bombers. It's the guys that do a lot of things really well. Yes, length does matter. Length matters at every single golf course. But, like, like that's why John Rahm is so good here. Like, I wouldn't say John Rahm is elite in any category. Like, I can't look at John Rahm and say, like, you're definitively the best at what you do in, like, driving or, like, yeah. iron play. But he's really good at all of them. And when something goes wrong, like, let's say he's not driving the ball all that great. He's not making a lot of greens. Well, he can get up and down for par. And he's a good putter. 
Okay. Like same thing with like a Xander Shoffley. There's a lot of things he does really well. He's not necessarily elite at one thing, but he's really good at a lot of things. And then you look at some of the guys who don't have good driving distances, like in that line, like Brant Snedeker, who's won here twice. Patrick Reed, who won last year. Last year, yeah. Like even Mark Leishman, like he he's above average length, but you wouldn't call yeah. him a bomber. And when he no. won, he was missing every single fairway. <laughs> so why did they win? Well, it's he's, because he's a scrambler. Yeah, they're good scramblers and they're really good putters. And this is a situation, a golf course in a tournament where a lot of people are missing fairways and a lot of people are missing greens. And they their deficiencies with ball striking kind of get me. Now, like Patrick Reed last year, I went back and looked. Like, at least Snedeker is a really accurate player. I'll see Patrick Reed's not accurate, but he actually had a fantastic drive week. I think he was fifth in driving actually all week. Like, it just, it is what it is. But, like, even so, anytime he was off the green, he was able to get up and down. And I forgot that he won by five last year. He blew everybody out, despite the fact he cheated. But even if even if he got penalized, it wouldn't have mattered. He would be everybody five. So, you know... And I think another thing that was interesting when I looked at it, too, is there's also another tool on data golf that it's it's in a different page that they don't really update anymore, but it's it's useful. It basically is a chart that shows what drives the variance in scoring on the leaderboard. Like, how do you separate yourself? And funny enough, like. Like strokes gain off the tee, there's not much of a separation between the top guys and the bottom guys. Like it kind of is what it is for everybody. It's, you know, the tour average is about 15%, like as far as like the variance, like this is only 10. And I, but putting though is a huge variance. There's a huge variance between the guys who do really well and do really poorly at Tory Pies based on how you do the greens. It, it kind of suggests this is actually a putting contest, which is bizarre to me. It's not I a driving a putting contest. contest. I think it's who's comfortable on POA. Like you've, how you, well, like, okay. I've, never, I've never played on POA. So the way you would describe it to me sounds like, a fucking nightmare. There's like shit that pops up and grows during the day. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's it's not like well basically well, basically that, that that's that could cause it. What I'm just saying though is that there is a much greater disparity between your eight you're basically it's easier for you to separate from the field if you have a really good putting day versus if you're just driving it really well, you're still not separating yourself. And no. I think the reason why is first of all, everyone's kind of hit no one's really making a hit a whole lot of fairways. It just in general, you aren't. But data golf also went into like, what's the actual penalty between like your average score on a par four, par five, you hit the fairway versus if you didn't, it's only about a 0.3 stroke difference, which actually is the 10th, like least penal golf course. That's way less. Well, I mean, think about it. So there's no hazards off the tape. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you're just hitting into rough. Um, I mean, I think that's one way to really describe it. Um, it, it's odd though. Like you hear about like, oh, you know, you got to keep in the fairway and really there's not that much of a difference. Okay. Uh, but the greens are really tough to put on. You kind of just mentioned, not only do people have to, you know, contend with the POA, but they're fast. They're, they're on different quadrants. If you're on the wrong quadrant, it's going to be hard to, you know, make Screwed. it two putt. Yeah. Um, so it was the, so Torrey Pine South last year was the third most difficult surface to put on from under five feet last year. Whoa. And it was the Whoa. most difficult one between five and 15 feet. You got okay. bumpy greens, fast greens. Poe is not an easy surface to putt on. So it kind of makes me think that, like, yeah, like, obviously, if a guy has length, that's an advantage. But for me this week, and maybe this is something that 
we'll be able to help people be unique and maybe make some interesting pivots. Like, I think I'm going to value short game and putting a little more more this week, more than I usually do at this place. Usually, like, I just go and just like, all right, just driving distance. I don't want anybody who's a short knocker. I'm just going to automatically discount them. And I'm not going to do that this year. Um, I think I'm going to weigh a little heavier more just around the green game and putting because it, that seems like if you just go through the guys who have won, Rom, Leishman, Snedeker, Reed, Jason Day, yeah. All those guys are when did, really good around the greens. Was that that was that was a day was like at his peak though, correct? Days won this like twice though. So like I, I guess like I I know he was at his peak, but like like what do you know about Jason Day? He's lofty, but he is a really good short game. He's a really good putter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's kind of like that's kind of like John Rom. John's really good off the tee. He's got a really good short game. He got a really good putter. So I think I'm not gonna just immediately discount like some of the shorter guys. Like, yeah, like they have to do well. And yes, like they have to hit fairways. If they're not, they're going to be screwed. But if you get a shorter guy who hits a lot of fairways and they're just really good on and around the green, like, you know, maybe that might reveal themselves as like, you know, like a low, like price, like DraftKings guy or like somebody you want to get like a top 20, top 10 bet on. So, um, all right. Um, I'll take one more break and then uh, we'll close the show with a couple more, uh, couple more stats. All right. Sounds good. Well, listen, better fantasy. The fantasy season may be over, but the action is still coming on uh, the better fantasy app. Download their free to play app today and bet on the player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their player prop pools and score big when you win. We love better fantasy because you can win awesome prizes and even raise some money for charity along the way too. It's totally free to play and you'll earn better credits by completing challenges and use them to place your bets. Better fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 states. So download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. And uh, listen, when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports is, betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy so bet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform so bet is changing the game with their new product head over to sobet.io and create an account to see for yourself through their fully functioning and free web application you can access their demo of their app that will launch next fall uh the app includes consensus lines on from Vegas, a feed of what people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and is purely competitive. So next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch and go to SoBet.io and see you can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds and generate a bet by changing any metric they want as long as somebody on the other side is willing to accept. So let's go back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. Okay. Um, good thing I was on mute because that was Western New York just uh, screaming delight right then. Yeah, I yeah, know. I, I, I was catching out of the corner of my eye. Yeah, I know. Awesome. I know. You're not, I know you're not happy. But you know what? It's two minutes and you got Patrick Mahomes, so we'll see. Exactly. Okay. All right, and this show will end before the game ends. So, all right. Yes. Uh, I mean, just quickly, just go over the top guys in strokes gain per round. It's Rory Pine South, John Rahm, 2.43 in 19 rounds. Brant Sandiger, Justin Thomas, Tony Fino, Xander Schauffele. Adam Svensson, it's only three rounds, though, so I don't really put much time to Patrick Reed. Matt McNeely is surprisingly good here. And that's what I kind of wanted to, like, focus on. Like, that's another guy, like, 
you know, like he's he's got okay length, but he's not that all the grave and iron player, but he's a great scrambler, great putter, especially on West Coast POA. So, yeah, there's that. And then Hideki Matsuyama, like all those guys I just mentioned, like they do a lot of things pretty well. They're not necessarily like elite in one skill set, but if something goes wrong, they have a backup plan. Like I can't say that about like a Bryson. Like I can say that about like a Xander, though. Like just if if something just isn't clicking, there's something else he can bank on. So, yeah, I think those are the type of guys you're going to be looking for this week. So, um, I know. You hear my that's dog? The do- that's, that's the Bills' dogs barking. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they're barking. No uh, idea. All right, you got anything else, or you want to close the show? No, nah, that's it, man. We can close it out. So uh, we got uh, this is only teaser, man. So uh, we got Andy coming on the podcast tomorrow. Uh, Andy, be- Andy Lack, not just Andy. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, Andy Lack. We'll be having Andy Lack on the podcast tomorrow. Um, and uh, yeah, he'll be down. Uh, I know he's going to be at Tory. Uh, I know he's played there, been there a bunch of times. So we can get some good insight from uh, Andy Lack. And uh, other than that, go read Steve's article. Uh, I even read it uh, today early because uh, I already had to figure out how to make up my money from this fucking goddamn tournament. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, you know where to find Steve on the Slack channel. You know where to find me, Boston on the School of Capper on Twitter. So, listen, let's break these fucking books, baby. Let's go.